Welcome to Love String, love stories that tie us all together. I am your host, Rachel Fiorello, a true believer in love and now a dedicated teller of love stories. In episode eight, you will meet Esty. Esty will share her love story with Eric that involves a canceled wedding and a new take on their relationship. So sit back, open up your hearts and get ready to fall in love. Hey, Esty. Thanks so much for joining us today on Love String, love stories that tie us all together. Hey, Rach. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to kind of dive in and hear the depth of your <laughs> love story with Eric. Um, I'm excited too. Is it weird that I'm a little nervous? No, don't be nervous. We're all friends here. <laughs> Tell us like how it all started. Take us back to way back in the day when you were a wee little girl. Um, you know, how'd you guys meet? Where'd you meet? Tell me all that juicy stuff. Okay. So man, nine years ago, I was 19 years old and I was having a girl's night with my girlfriends. We were actually going to a popular venue here in South Florida called, um, darn, what was the name? Revolution. Um, and we were going to see a DJ, which um, nine years ago, that was really, really popular, but it died out pretty quickly. So I'm super excited for our girls night. I'm actually not even, no men were on my radar at that point. And I had no idea that I would meet this guy that I would soon fall in love with. So, you know, at the time I knew who he was, on uh, one of my girlfriend's had talked about him to me and I thought, oh, he's this loser. He never texts her back. And it turned out he was there that night. And I had never actually laid eyes on him before. But the moment that I saw him, I knew. And so we met that night unintentionally. Um, and yeah, it was a great concert. We had a great time. So it sounds like the stars were aligning. In a way. <laughs> so let's jump into all the fun stuff. You know, the stuff where like he says one thing and she says another. <laughs> what, um, tell me like, you know, back in the beginning, it's so fun to talk about like who fell in love first, who said I love you, you know, like all that <laughs> juicy, fun, gossipy type of detail. So... I wouldn't say that it was love at first sight, but it was definitely lust at first sight. I was so immediately attracted to him. I mean, Eric, I hate to brag about him, but he's one of those guys that is just like something out of a magazine. And so I definitely was immediately had this immediate like flaming attraction to him. And then as time went on, we dated um, we followed up. I actually hit on him that night. <laughs> so my tactic was, you know, I was getting pulled in different directions by different men because when you're at a concert, everyone wants to dance and have a good time. And I just wasn't into it. As I said earlier, we were there for a girl's night. So I, I just didn't want to be involved with anyone. And like I said, when I looked at him, I just knew and I went up to him and I grabbed his arm and I said, would you please stand behind me and dance with me so that no one else does? <laughs> and he did. And then 
he actually went home with a pair of sunglasses that my friend had with her that night. And um, that's how he followed up with me was, hey, I have your friend's glasses. Like, can we maybe get together and I can give these back to you? And so we did. And we went on a few dates. And again, I was like so lustful. Like I just had this very strong attraction to him. And um, shortly thereafter, I started to feel a deeper connection. We were hanging out every day and I realized, oh my God, I think I'm falling in love with him. And I was afraid to say it. He hadn't said that at that point. And I didn't want to be the first one, but you know, I tend to be the gutsier one in the relationship. So one night I was at home and at my parents' house where I was living at the time and I called him and I, I told him I loved him first and it was so awkward because he didn't reciprocate it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I ruined it. <laughs> so that was interesting. <laughs> um, you know, and then it didn't take long for him to eventually reciprocate those feelings, which was validating for me. I think men are usually slower on that front on some occasions. Um, I don't know if I always, I don't, I don't know at that point, if I always thought that we'd, we'd be together, it was still, it was still pretty new. I would say at that point, it was like seven months into our relationship. And so I wasn't thinking long-term. I mean, I was 19, he was 23. I, I think I felt those emotions, but I wasn't thinking long-term at that point. So you know, it sounds like it was um, an awkward moment when, when you guys, when you, I should say first that I love you, but you know, hey, we, we all have those moments. Um, and clearly here we still are nine years later. So, mm-hmm. so I've addressed, you know, I've kind of already referenced the fact that you guys are obviously in a long-term relationship and you were planning a wedding. You guys were engaged. I want you to kind of start there, you know, tell us your love story. Tell us, you know, leading up to like when you guys got engaged, what happened like during that time when you were planning your wedding, um, just kind of walk us through like what makes your story so specific to you guys and, you know, to what point we're trying to reference in your story here on Love String. So... We got engaged five years into our relationship on our fifth anniversary. He brought me back to um, the place where we actually had our first date, our, our official first date on Fort Lauderdale Beach. And I had no idea. So it's actually kind of funny because in hindsight, I should have noticed more of the signs because he was so nervous and I had taken a shower and I was getting ready. He wouldn't even let me do my hair. He was like, we got to go. We got to go. I was like, what the heck is this guy rushing me out of the house for like this? I just thought it was a nice anniversary dinner that we were going to, but nonetheless, I'm, I obliged. So we go, um, we go down to the beach and we're getting ready for dinner and, you know, it's a beautiful sunset and it's a full moon and the setting was just perfect. And, um, he stops this family from out of town, you know, if you know, Fort Lauderdale beach, it's very touristy. So 
so this tourist family, he stops, he asks them to take a photo of us. So I'm like, yeah, you know, of course I'll take a photo. <laughs> um, and little did I know, he kind of whispered in the guy's ear as I was turned around that he was about to propose. So um, the guy actually was recording the whole time. And, you know, I'm turned around fixing my hair, looking at the ocean. It was so beautiful. And the next thing I know, I turn around and he's, he's on one knee. And I was so, I was like screaming. I was so excited. And then the family recording was screaming and it was just so, it was really an exciting <laughs> moment. And I was so just thrown off and blown away. So, um, and I do feel like at the time it was for the right reasons. I mean, we had been together for five years at that point and we had talked a lot about what our future would look like and what our family would look like in the next five years. And, you know, we wanted to get the ball rolling on that. Um, I would say about, oh gosh, I would say we started wedding planning and, you know, things were hectic and as they are very stressful when you're planning a wedding, um, we both have very big families and we both had big bridal parties and, you know, I am a little bit of a control freak, I will admit. So I had to have a lot of things to be perfect and just the way that I had envisioned them as a little girl, you know? Um, about four months before the day of our wedding, we had, we had just sent out save the dates. We had taken engagement photos. I mean, everything was right on track. And, um, I just had this pit in my stomach and I, I just felt like something, something was off and not just with me, but with him as well in our dynamic. And we had been fighting a lot more and we had been, you know, at each other's throats and, I had been calling him names. He had been calling me names. We were, it was a very hostile living situation. Um, and I, I found myself being more upset than happy about the wedding planning situation. Um, and I, I thought to myself, that's not cool. Like that shouldn't be like that. So um, eventually it came to a head and I said to Eric, I was like, listen, I love you, but the timing isn't right. And if, you know, the stars do really align, like you said earlier, then we'll come back together. And if they don't, then it wasn't meant to be, right? It's like they say, you let something go. If it's meant to be, it'll come back to you. You know, it's that kind of thing. Sure. Um, so we did, we went our separate ways and I was devastated. I mean, I knew it was a decision that I had made, but I was lost. I mean, I thought that my life was over, that at 24 years old, that I was never going to find love again, that I just made the biggest mistake of my life, that someone that accepted me with all my flaws, just basically, I just turned them around. Um, so that we stayed separated um, for about three months, right, which is 90 days. That's not a lot of time. But for two people that had been together for five years at that point, it felt like an eternity. Um and, you know, we both dated other people and it was nice. It was good to see like what was out there, but it wasn't, it wasn't him. And I think it always brought me back to that point where I was like, no one can understand me the way he does. No one will do the things that he does for me. I mean, it kind of clicked for me. Um, so we reconnected three months later at a mutual friend's wedding he was in the, um, he was a groomsman in our friend's wedding and I was just a guest 
And I told my friends who were getting married that I was just going to go to um, the ceremony because I said I didn't want to get locked up with him. And I, you know, I didn't want it to be uncomfortable. I didn't know if he was bringing a date. Um, And so when I saw him, I all those feelings kind of rushed back and I got really nervous and I was like, oh my God, I knew, I just knew it wasn't over. Um, so that was pretty much it at that point. I mean, we, we, so we saw each other at that wedding and he never texted me after that actually. And I remember being like, oh my God, he's not texting me. Like maybe he doesn't want me back. Like maybe this is it. And I'm not going to get him back. And this is, this is what it is. And this is the learning experience that I have to take from this. Um, so I texted him because I am not the type of person to wait on anyone. And I was like, Hey, what's the deal? Like, you know, do you want to hang out? Do you want to give this thing another try? Um, and he did. And so the wedding was, I think at the end of November, it was like just, just around Thanksgiving time. And then we reconnected that January and had our first second date. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) you know, I learned a lot about Eric and love in the time that we weren't together. First of all, the, the thing that I learned about love is that it isn't a feeling, it's a choice. And that someone very close to me asked me, do I believe that it's a feeling or a choice? And at first I said it was a feeling and they corrected me really, really quickly and said, no, you know, you have to choose to stay in relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's so true. And as I said earlier, you know, we both dated and I realized that no man that I had been with in the time that Eric and I were not together made me feel the way that Eric made me feel. And he just makes me feel so special and so important. And he reminds me every day, you know, there's no one like you and all the gifts that I hold with him that maybe I can't necessarily see, but he, it's all the reasons why he loves me so much. Um, And it really changed the way that I saw our relationship. So the things that have changed since we've gotten back together is our understanding for each other, our understanding for space when that time comes, our understanding that we need to come together in times of weakness. Um, I think it's really important. People lose sight of the fact that, you know, 10 years down the road, you're not always as in love as you were the first time that you saw that person or the first time that, that you said, I love you or all those first time moments. It doesn't always feel that way, but you have to continue to make that effort and make it always feel that way. So I've got a couple questions here. I want to know what that experience of calling off the wedding, what that taught you about moving forward with Eric once you decided to make that decision to let him back in and as you say, make that choice to love him. What has happened? What has changed in your relationship at this point? Where are you guys now? So I think what the experience taught me and the thing that changed or maybe not necessarily changed, but got better was I had, you know, we both had conditions upon the fact that we were going to get back together. And one thing for me was, you know, when we first started dating, I moved into his 
his home really, really quickly. And I never felt like it was mine. Um, and so one of my conditions was it's important for the home to feel like our home and not just a man cave. Um, and so he was really willing to do whatever that meant. That meant repainting, that meant redesigning and redecorating. I mean, I, I think for Eric, I can't speak for him, but he, I think just wanted to be with me. And at that point he realized whatever we had to do to move forward, that was what we were going to do. Um, do I think we'll get married? Yes, definitely. I mean, without a doubt in my mind, Eric is my person. He, we are here for a reason and I continue to choose him. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. It's weird. People say, if you know, you know, right. I think that rings true in a sense. I think it's like, you may not always know, but when I came back to Eric after dating other people, I knew, and it was not a question in my mind that there was anybody else that could be a better fit for me. Of course. Yes. People will say, if you know, you know, right. It's not, it's going to be deep inside of you, (laughs) but what would you say to people who would tell you, well, SD, you were only 19 when you met him and you were 24 when you called off your wedding. And that's very young. You know, when you think about the future that you have and the time that you have and So what do you say to those people who just say that you had growing up to do? And maybe as you grow, you're not growing together or you're not growing into the people that you thought you were or, you know, kind of even to tie it back into what you said before, where love is a choice. Like, are you choosing to still love this person even though you were so young and still kind of growing through the process? So, yeah, I would say I was young. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. I mean, we were navigating life together as, you know, he was someone who had just been a few years out of college. I was someone who was still trying to figure out who I was and where I was in life. And you know, what I wanted out of life. And I think I wouldn't feel wrong to say that maybe that is part of the reason why we separated. However, like I said, when we came back together, I knew there was no doubt in my mind. I knew that this was the relationship that I wanted for myself and for my family and my future. I think, you know, my biggest takeaway from all of it has been do what you want and do what you find right in your heart and in your soul. I mean, no one can tell you how to live. No one can tell you the right answers. There's no manual that says do this and you'll be a millionaire. I mean, there are books that say that, but are they really real? You know what I mean? (laughs) So I just think we were young and we had a lot of navigating to do. And at the end of the day, we decided if this is what we want together, we have to continue to work together towards a a communal goal that we believe is right for our future. And I think once we had gotten back together after calling the wedding off, I mean, we've been together since that. It's been, 
it's been four years, it's coming up on five years. So we have changed as people and we have learned that in order to move forward together, we have, there are certain things we have to accept about people because at the end of the day, we are who we are, you know, though we're growing and we're growing together, there are parts of us within ourselves that aren't going to change. So those are things that I've learned you have to accept about the person that you love because it's not easy. And, you know, some days it feels like you're floating on cloud nine and some days it feels like you're being thrown into the pits of hell and that's just the way it is. And it's okay. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. It's just this roller coaster we call life. And it took me, it was a hard pill to swallow for me, I'll say, but I'm grateful that I learned not to give up and to fight for the things that I believe in and not to listen to people's advice when they're only hearing a part of the story. You know what I mean? Sure. What would you want people to take away from what you've said and to take away from your love story with Eric? Um... I would say I want them to take away the fact that relationships are hard. Anyone that tells you that they're not hard is a liar, quite frankly. I mean, I want people to remember that I want the the thing I want to resonate most with people is that love is a choice and not a feeling. And that is something that has stuck with me for years now. And so I hope that people understand what I'm talking about when I say that, you know, it's choosing to put your partner's needs above your own and ignoring judgment from those around you because there's really no room for that where love is concerned. And it's choosing to stay when things get really, really tough and climbing the mountains together and knowing that you're there is a light at the end of the tunnel and things are not always going to be difficult, but if, if they're difficult, you're together and there's always a way out on the other side. Well, SD, thank you so much for sharing your story of you and Eric, your kind of recreated love. Um, I've enjoyed it so much hearing, you know, a bit more about your story and I appreciate you sharing it with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I had fun. I love talking about love. Thanks for listening to Love String, love stories that tie us all together. Join us for our next episode where we'll hear the love story of Beth and David. Beth shares what it was like to find out her husband was sick, but decided to keep it a secret from her to try and protect her. If you have a love story you want to share, we want to hear it. Email us at lovestringpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a review. Until then, keep looking for it. Love is all around.